Are you always questioning if you're a good enough mom? Are you burning the candle at both ends feeling desperate to find ways to take better care of your family? Welcome to the Busy Farm Mom. I'm your host, Amanda. We will be navigating motherhood, discussing nourishing food choices, holistic wellness, and of course, agriculture. We can gather around as friends in this space while being in our most chaotic stages of life. Whether you're chasing your toddler, preparing endless amounts of meals for your family, driving to work, or running the grain cart, this space is an opportunity to grow and learn simple tips to tackle the doubt that creeps in of, am I a good enough mom? Kick that thought out of your mind and come join our judgment-free zone where we will never question that you're doing a great job, mama. Let's get started. Hello, welcome back, you guys, to my podcast today. So first off, I'm going to apologize for my horrible sounding voice. Allergies have gotten the best of me. There is dirt flying and definitely harvest season and I've got allergies. So anyway, today talking about that, we are going to talk about that harvest. We are in the heat of it right now and I know so many others are probably getting started or in the heat of it as well. And so that is a topic that we all talk about as farm wives all the time and something that I feel like we can kind of all on different levels connect with. So just for starters, are you someone who is going to sit there and wallow in your self-pity that you do all of the things by yourself during harvest? Or are you someone who takes it kind of in stride and makes the most out of this season? So there's definitely a time and a place for each of it. And I've been in both situations, but I am here to tell you it will go a lot faster if you make the most out of it. And let me just say, invite yourself along. So that is what I learned from the beginning was to invite myself along. Your husbands do not think of that. They just, they're doing their own thing. You're doing your own thing. They don't think that you want to come with, or at least mine don't or didn't. So from the very beginning, I learned to invite myself along, whether he wanted me in the tractor with him or the semi with him or not. I invited myself along, and sometimes that is what is needed. There is no use sitting at home being pissy about the situation (laughs) that I was in of sitting at my house by myself without anybody there. And so, like I said, from the beginning, I just learned I'm a lot happier if I just go and ride along and get that quality time, whether it's in the combine or in the tractor or in the semi. And as we've grown to into a family, I've learned that there's a lot that goes into that and packing it up and bringing the kids with, but it is so worth it. So one of the first harvests that we had together as a couple, I was pregnant and I wasn't actually able to even go and ride in the field. And so that was kind of a downer for me. And being one of the first ones, it was like, oh, I wish that I was out in the field with him and I want to spend quality time with him. But I was able to kind of turn that situation and know that if I just sat at home and was crabby about it, that nobody was going to be in a good mood about it at all. And so I did 
things that I would have never probably got to if I was out in the field. So I know that year I went and I did tons of early Christmas shopping. I was wrapping presents during harvest time because I was like, let's prepare for this baby. And so I actually got so much baby things done that I probably wouldn't have if I was writing with because I had time alone at home. And so I got a lot of different tasks done. So also now I also take it a little bit differently of a different aspect, the same of being at home, because now there's not so much room in the tractor or the semi. Now that we have kids, I just kind of get booted out and they get pushed in because they want to be riding with dad. So when I get kicked out, I kind of take advantage of that situation. So there again, I come home and get caught up on things that I wouldn't have done normally in the busy season of harvest. And so that's, like I said, kind of spin it and and know that we all have a time and place that we can be kind of down on ourselves about it, but also look at the positivity of the situation when we are stuck at home, doing all the things, taking care of everything by ourselves, and know that it's a truly a good time of the year because it is something that we have worked so hard for in our farming industry that there is good that comes out of it, but it is a hard season and it too will pass. So the other thing, we get a lot of talk and sometimes this is a very kind of talked about word that we use to describe it and that is solo parenting. And I understand that that is something that every season has that. I would take solo parenting more during our season of calving than I would during harvest. We do get, I I shouldn't say that, there are late nights, but usually in the mornings, my husband is around to help and get out the door because they're not going to be in the field at 7 a.m. Well, calving is an all-night thing. It's an early morning thing. And so I get a lot of solo parenting during calving season. But during the harvest, if there again, you want to invite yourself along, there are things that can give when it comes to this season because it is only a season. It's a busy time no matter what because school is starting and there's fall sports going on and like I said harvest is going on so there's a lot happening and I feel like that you're not alone when life gets chaotic. The kids are not going to be probably on routines if you're taking kids with. Let what needs to be done get done stay a little bit more relaxed on some of the things because that too can make you enjoy the moment a little bit better than if you are frantically stressed about all that has to be done and it has to be done in a timely manner and the kids have to be in bed by a certain time. So get the kids in bed when they need to But maybe you let them do their homework in the combine or the semi, or you let them stay out, you know, 15 to 30 minutes longer than their bedtime. 
because they just don't want to leave the tractor with dad. Then let them fall asleep on the way home and carry them into bed. It works for this season for everyone to be happier and everyone to just kind of mesh in the craziness. Like I said, it will not last forever. So do whatever you can to make it a little easier on you because being the parent that all the jobs fall on when you're used to having that help can be very stressful and a draining time. So I wanted to make this episode pretty short just because, like I said, it's a busy season. So let's get into five tips that I use during harvest that helps me be a little bit less stressed to be happier and a little bit more prepared for whatever the season throws at me. So a lot of these will kind of go off of meal planning because I think that's one of the biggest struggles that I hear from so many other farm wives is, oh, I have to cook again. Oh, I never know what to make my husband's or the crew or, you know, they're always looking for something new. So, okay. These are my five tips. Stock your shelves and your freezers before harvest season. I always do like a list of things that I use a lot or protein sources. So some of my favorites are getting, it's from Sam's Club and it's pulled pork and pulled chicken. They're in the freezer or I should say I freeze them. They're in the fridge, but I freeze them, pull them out. They're already cooked, so you just warm them up, and it is the easiest meal that you can take to the field. You can make them into sandwiches. You can take them just like that. So then it makes everyone happy. If someone doesn't like bread, if someone doesn't like this and that, like barbecue, everybody can make it exactly how they want it, and nobody's complaining. So definitely stock your shelves and your freezers. Have stuff that you like to use on hand, because if you don't have to run to the grocery store, That makes it a whole lot easier. You can pull stuff out and make it immediately. Okay, the next one is make extra food if you can. So right now, make some extra food or take a day and kind of throw together, you know, different things that you can throw in the freezer. So I like to make sloppy jomi and freeze that. I like to cook up hamburger and have actually cooked hamburger that you can throw in anything easy peasy, pull it out and we're ready to go. I don't have to worry about defrosting it or thawing it or cooking it because that all takes time. So do that when you do have time or if you are making something for supper tonight and you're making hamburger, cook up more pounds and then put half of it in the freezer and then make the other half into your supper tonight. Just simple tips like that help me be able to kind of live on that limb of whatever harvest throws at you if you need to be running to help out them move or it's 1130 and somebody's like, hey, could you possibly bring us dinner? We're not stopping or whatever that looks like. That helps so much. Okay, so another thing that's not food related The third one would be don't schedule anything extra unless it's absolutely necessary. So through the end of September and into October, I, which is the busiest time for us, 
I never try to schedule extra appointments or extra activities outside of harvest as little as I can. Because if I have more things going on, like during the week or weeknights or something like that, it just makes it harder on all of us. Because then I have to get the kids to either a babysitter or Josh, who is going to watch them in the tractor, or grandma, who also then has to make food because I'm not there to make it. It just, it puts a little bit of a stressor on everyone. So I try to know not to schedule those extra appointments. Even if it's during the day, like a dentist appointment or something like that, I don't do that because then I'm around if I need to be for a dinner meal or them moving or doing whatever I can to help out. The next one, make a schedule for yourself, whether it's going to be a food schedule or the days that you're going out to the field to visit or whatever that looks like in your situation. So then you have expectations and can be in the right mindset for if you're going to be stuck at home doing all the jobs that night or if you're going to be out in the field or if you're going to be taking the meals out to the guys and then being a part of it or what that is going to look like for you. So for me, we kind of do a schedule every week of like, it's between me, my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law that all cook meals. And so we can coordinate that and know kind of what our week is going to look like. But then I'm home from work a couple days out of the week. And so that looks different for me than it does them. And so then I can offer kind of those lunch meals to go out and get them food or something like that and make something for them and take it to them. And they don't have that opportunity. So we kind of set a schedule out to know a little bit of what everybody's going to do. Then we don't double up and then we know kind of what day we have to plan for it. The other thing I try to do is like if I know one day is going to be a work day and then I'm going to go pick up the kids, and I'm going to go straight out to the farm, and we're going to hang out with dad in the tractor. I try to plan that before I get to that day, because if I really, really want to go out two days, and then we get to the time, the kids are crabby, I think we just need to go home, it really does make it easier kind of on your mindset of knowing like, okay, we're going to pick them up and we're going to go and you can hype that up to them. But otherwise it's like, oh, I kind of want to go out tonight, but I went out last night. Maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't. And then I end up going home and then I'm just crabby because there again, I'm sitting in my self-pity that I'm at home doing all the things and not being a part of it out in the tractor. So I try to set that schedule and I try to stick to it because then, like I said, I prep my mind for knowing what is going to happen. And I'm probably in a different situation than some of you are because we don't live right there on the farm. And so I have to pack things up and go. I'm not just right there. And that kind of, I'm sure, applies to a lot of you because some of your fields aren't going to be right next to your house. So you have to still pack up and go wherever wherever they're harvesting. So that that is one that has helped me a little bit because it definitely definitely gets me in the right mindset to be a little bit more positive about the situation than just 
being crabby because I'm stuck at home and I wanted to go out and be part of it. So that is the fourth one. My fifth one is do not beat yourself up or compare what other people are making for meals. I think this is so hard to do because it's such a talked about topic. And so everybody is sharing about it and it's like, oh man, they made like a completely homemade meal and they're taking dessert and they're taking snacks and they're doing all of these things when in reality the guys during harvest or whoever is helping you sorry women if you also help I don't and so that's just how this comes off but anyway they don't care if you bring them a pizza hut pizza or Casey's pizza or whatever your guys' favorite is heck a cardboard pan, pizza, whatever. They don't care. As long as they're getting fed, they really do not care. Like, they appreciate it because it's their busy season and they are just trying to get as much work done in as few hours as possible. And they just want something that they can stay in the tractor and the combine and the semi and eat and survive and be happy and fed. They don't care how fantastic of a meal or not it is to do a boughten pizza sometimes is completely acceptable. That seems to kind of be like our Friday night ritual. Whoever wants to goes and picks up pizza and Friday nights they get pizza out in the field and we all kind of join them and eat pizza. That kind of seems like a a common theme on our farm. So those are the five. I also I did think of one more because I think this does definitely play a toll on a lot of the busy season times. And like I said, this this idea would fall a lot more to me during calving season, but this also falls for so many of you during this harvest season. So even though it's a hard season for us as farm wives, it is probably even harder for your husbands and family that is in the heat of the harvest work because it's such a busy time for them, because everything is riding completely on this harvest and the yields and how everything's going, that is their livelihood. So be their support system. Even though your tank is drained some of those days from doing all of the things, like I said, recircling back to that solo parenting time, but when you are supportive to them and they can lean on you and you can be their their person in that time to me somehow that seems like it kind of helps refill my tank and helps me feel like I am important during this time of the season and that you can be kind of in this together even though you're separated from helping in the field or things like that that you can support them through their occupation and what they're going through at that time. So that was just a bonus six one that I kind of got thinking about as I started talking about all this. So really overall, harvest can be such a fun season that I look forward to. I'm sure so many others. I know it's it's a favorite season if you farm. It it's something that you look forward to. But it is chaotic. There is chaos in the wonderful time that it is, and there's stress. 
Fall is such a busy time between the farming industry, school starting, sports going on. There's a lot happening and trying to handle it all in the best way we can is a start to making it go better for us. So like I mentioned earlier, the faster I learn to not sit here and wallow in my sorrows for not being out there and helping and doing everything alone, the better it was for all of us. Because then I'm not crabby when my husband comes home because I set those expectations for me. Or I was out there, then came home early to get the kids in bed, do all the things, but I still got to be a part of it. Okay, so the last thing that I do want to mention As we're all in the heat of harvest, if you're looking for some new harvest meals, I know the struggle of finding easy meals to take. So below in the show notes, you can follow the link. You can get four complete meals with all of the recipes that I have come up with. Some of them are like family favorites, things like that. It's a free download that you can all use in this busy season time. Then also, if you are looking for more meals, you can check out in the show notes below, I will link it, my all-beef cookbook that earlier this year I actually created with some of our favorite beef recipes. And some of those recipes have the perfect freezer meals. So they are easy, they're fast, really, really easy out to the field meals for you that you can use in this busy, busy season that we are all in. So just sharing the recipe joy from me to you. I absolutely love cooking meals for everyone. And so it is something that I truly enjoy. All right. That is all for me today that I have to tell you. I will keep this short and sweet. I hope your harvest season is going well. And I hope that everyone stays safe. See you next time. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you feel more equipped to take on your role of everyday life as a busy farm mom. I hope to continue the learning and conversation with you on Instagram. You can find me at 2383farms. And if you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot to share to your stories, share it with another mom friend, or leave a review. This helps me reach more and more overwhelmed moms looking for quick, helpful tips. Thank you again. You're doing great, mama. See you next time.